We interrupt your regularly scheduled programming for this special announcement. Hello everyone, the guys from Stuck in This Purgatory have something to tell you that might be more chilling than some of the stories in our show. Due to all the love and support we have already gotten, we have already received an ad sponsor. We all know that the ad invasion is real. However, we want you to know how important this is to us. Unfortunately, as much as we'd love to provide this content to you, we do sadly have full-time jobs. It is our hope that one day, this podcast will be our full-time jobs. With your help and the help of ads, this will give us the opportunity to improve our show and the content in it. If you guys enjoy what we are doing, please make sure to follow us on Spotify and spread the word to friends and family. Guys, maybe we can actually buy real microphones now and throw these tin cans away. Yeah, the string connecting them keeps on knocking over all the bears. I need a new chair. I can feel my bones scraping against each other from standing the whole time, and I'm only 23. That's it. We're turning Adrian into a robot. What's the best relaxing vacation to take in Colorado? What's that? The nice, bubbly, sulfur hot springs. Where do you find that at? Funny you should ask. Glenwood. Ooh. You know what else Ooh. is cool about Glenwood? What? Welcome, welcome, welcome to Stuck in This Purgatory. Ooh. And our three-part series on Hotel Colorado. It's a threefer. Oh, man, this is exciting. This is our first little deep dive. Oh. Our first actual topic. Yeah, you guys are getting a treat. We're starting in right off the bat with a little bit of a heavier research topic than just our personal stories. Yeah, and you know, it's not one of those things that we just can research and kind of relate and talk about. We've actually been there, experienced things there, seen things there, gotten really drunk there, gotten really naked there. Done a lot of things there. I don't hey. think they want to listen about the stories about Chase. So don't give away my don't give away my facts too soon. Okay. <laughs> okay. Jesus. Right. So once again, you guys are joined by your lovely host Chase and his two co-hosts. I'm gonna be a little bit nicer to Adrian this time. He's got a nice stash going. <laughs> Howdy ho, boys! How are you guys doing? <laughs> and then of course the one and only H Dog. Hello. Hi guys. How are you? We don't like it when you whisper in our ears. I'm the quiet hunter. Yeah, it's a little weird. You sound like a child. You sound like Ted Bundy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he caught on. Damn, you caught on quick. I was trying to give you the old razzle-dazzle of the voice. You forgot to act injured, okay? You're going to be like, I got a hobble. I need some help. Hip, I got cancer of the nutsack. Help me. (laughs) Guys, Glenwood Springs is a special place. For everyone who's not in Colorado, it is a mountain town. It is... A little spooky. It's really cool in the winter. It's beautiful. It is so worth the trip up there. Uh, every time we go up there, we usually make a, a weekend trip of it because it's really not that far for us to go up to. It's like three hours yeah. from Denver. Yeah. And there's so many amazing things to do there. You have the scenery of this gorgeous Hotel Colorado, among all the other hotels in the area. Two, even three different places to go check out the hot springs and the food. 
I mean, it literally is basically a mini Aspen at this point. It is. It, it is, is amazing. It sits right on the river. The most famous thing about Glenwood is the natural hot springs. It has the largest mineral pool in North America. Well, and even Doc Holliday's. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Heard of Doc Holliday's? Are you telling me, have we heard about Doc Holliday's? Oh. Chase and I have heard about Doc Holliday's. <laughs> the word Doc Holliday's go synopsis with, or synopsis? S- go hand in hand. Go hand in hand. I try to use a big word. A- <laughs> I've been the drinking. Uh, Doc Holliday's is hand in hand with Irish car bombs for me. And, and me getting naked on the bridge while it's Ooh, snowing. I thought you were going to tell them that. <laughs> Damn. I thought we were going to go that far into a deep dive. Yeah. How, so, deep, how deep do you want to go into this? Because well, I got in severe trouble by my fiance when I did that. <laughs> I mean, I want the people to know about our experiences on the bridge. Not the spooky stuff. I just want to tell them that when we were at Doc Holliday's having a heart-to-heart and we left Doc Holliday's and what ensued on that lovely brand-new bridge they just built. Yeah, okay. You know what? I wasn't sure if I was going to bring this up, but I just feel it's right. Any other time I would go to a bar and our fiancé, well, your wife and my fiancé, yeah, would get hit on? Yeah, at the time. Yeah. We would get irate. But oh, every yeah. time we go to Doc Holliday's, we just we love to just get drunk, play pool, and watch them get hit on because they know they have no chance. It's kind of fucked up that we watch them get hit on, but we're like, yeah, shoot your shot, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Because guess what? We're going home with them tonight. Yeah, we're well, fuck you. <laughs> and we really don't care. We're just playing pool. And then until so, till some old guy comes up that you guys want to play for money. No, I don't want to play for money, sir. Leave me alone. I just want to play with my friend because I can't even fucking see straight right now. <laughs> well, it sounds like you guys mainly play with each other, so... Uh, okay, what happens in the hotel room stays in the hotel room. <laughs> oh, don't you wait, Adrian. You're going to be there, too, oh, and oh, yeah. you're going to be getting naked on a bridge with the boys. So, since this is our first three-parter, uh, I kind of just want to go into what this is going to entail. We are doing this super early. We weren't sure if this is what we want to do, but we just feel it's right. So and passionate about it. I know. It still goes along with our personal stories for the beginning, but um, just hang with us. We feel it's very important for the first episode. We get the history of Hotel Colorado and Glenwood out of the way. It's deep. It's, it's a ton of fucking history. It's huge, and it really... Oh, there's so many famous people that have been there. And movies? Yeah. Fucking, did you guys know that Mr. and Mrs. Smith was filmed in parts of Glenwood Springs? I did in not. The canyon? That's How dope. fucked is that? All these crazy Western movies, too. It's incredible. It's yeah. absolutely incredible. So, it, and a lot of these stories actually play into the ghost stories of this place. So, episode two, we will be talking about the known ghost stories of this hotel. And then, for the grand finale... We're going to talk about Hunter and I's personal experiences that we've had at Hotel Colorado. And let me tell you, I chilling. we have never truly felt in danger until this place. Yeah. I mean, to the point where we physically had to leave the premise just to get away from whatever spirit was we there. We had to run away. And just to give you guys a teaser, it fucking followed us. It did. At literally, the very last light on the street, the only light out of a row of ten flickered on and off. As we walked under it. Yes. <laughs> you guys had Sean right on your back. Sean, Sean, are you back, Sean? Come to me, Sean. Guys, I, I miss Sean. Dude, man. he's like permanently following me then at this rate. Oh, I know. Hey, did you guys any, any of you see anything creepy last night when you went to bed after uh, episode two? I've had nothing but horrible dreams, which is the normal for me, so it's fine. You do have some fucked up, lucid, interdimensional, Dude. alien, butt-raping dreams, man. The dream that I had last night, I literally was in Louisiana, parasailing in a river full of alligators. What the 
Like, Dude. literally, if you touch that water, you're dead by all. We're, we're doing an episode <laughs> on lucid dreaming, and Chase is going to go fucking banana sandwich. I'm going to make you guys, I'm going to do a guided meditation, get you guys lucid, and then we're going to go fucking buck wild. Let us know in our email if you'd like to see that. If you'd like to see Chase get buck wild, lucid dreams, going into different dimensions. <laughs> all right, well, without further ado, I think we should start getting into the story of Hotel Colorado. Okay. Um, we're going to start with the founder and owner. Uh, and when this place was built. Yeah, let's start with this. Uh, and uh, just to give some history, is the Glenwood Springs area, like I said, it's about three and a half hours from Denver. It was originally inhabited by the nomadic Ute Indian tribes. They go up and down the hills, up and down the canyon. Colorado Spring, uh, excuse me, Glenwood Springs sits on a river, the, a huge river, and there's a huge amount of natural hot springs. Like I said earlier, the largest in North America. Also... It has the largest vapor caves, natural vapor caves, in North America, which is, if you guys have never been in a vapor cave, Adrian, have you ever been in a vapor cave? No, I have not. It is. The horniest place you will ever be in. Yeah, you just get wet and wild, and you get all hot in the sulfur, and you're just like, let's get it on. That's how it is. Let's get it on. Nice. That's my. hear that one again. You know what? Shut up about my singing voice. I know it's bad. I liked it. Oh, thank you. I liked it. I think Sean. (laughs) okay so the uh railroad so glenwood springs was mostly inhabited because of the gold rush obviously a lot of things that california became to be colorado utah came because of the gold rush and during those times it wasn't really well accessed so the railroads came in about 1887 and obviously the vapor caves were there people were visiting there but it was a rough town there was lots of prostitutes lots of rough cowboys you know it was it wasn't the uh, fairest of the land but in, and I need to get my facts straight because I don't want to get no emails from you guys on what I said wrong. When the hell was this place founded? 1886, what? I think, it was, or 1880. I think you're right, 86. It's 86 or 87, yeah, it's 86 or 87. Walter, Adrian, give me the, give me the, uh, the pronunciation of Walter. Walter Devereaux. Ooh, I God. promise you, we had a, like a five-minute argument earlier about this, and Adrian is correct. Yes, I'm always correct, that. because yeah. that is KFA fact-checked. <laughs> Good yep. douche. So, and this, this brings me to my point. Isaac Cooper was the original kind of uh, pioneer, the visionary of what Glenwood Springs would become today as this resort, this hot spring resort that it is. So originally, Glenwood Springs was named Defiance, and it was kind of a rough name. I mean, guys, there's a lot of prostitutes. There's a lot of butt stuff going on. You know, they named it Defiance because it was a defiant part of the country. So uh, Isaac Cooper's wife said, hey, hey, sweetheart, this one, this isn't going to work for us. And that's exactly actually how she sound. I um, I pulled that up. Did you look that up? Yeah, that's how she sounds. KSA is this fact-checked. Is it? No, it is not fact-checked, but... Uh... It's a good impersonation. Yeah, so. thank you. Hey. <laughs> impersonation. <laughs> I know. Pronunciate. We try to use these big words, <laughs> and then we'd be drinking. So, uh, wife said, this has got to go. And he said, okay, fine. Let's name it Glenwood Springs after their hometown, Glenwood, Iowa. Fun fact, Adrian went to college in Iowa. Yes, sir. Let me tell you, there is a bunch of cows, there's a bunch of corn, and a bunch of nothing. And this is why they chose to move to the mountains. Yeah. What do you Which, do in Iowa for fun, by the way? Uh, you get together in a big circle and you play beard arts. If you don't know what beard arts are, try it out. Uh, 
That sounds terrifying. You are not country enough. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, they, they changed the name, and um, unfortunately Cooper didn't live long enough to see his vision fully built, but with the help of Walter Devereaux, is it? Yes, sir. Devereaux. Uh, Walter and him were able to create this vision, and Walter carried it on throughout uh, um, the rest of after Cooper passed. So uh, he had enough money. He was a wealthy mining engineer or something like that and he um began to build the resort town he expanded the vapor caves there was three caves originally um they created a larger one so that more tourists would come in the introduction of the railroad came in and then they dug deeper on the hot springs so it could actually be um, accessed by more people now the beginning glenwood Springs was only for the rich and famous when the resort really opened it was for the 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 more uh, what's the word, boys? What's a word for a rich person? Well, the, the elite. The elite? Oh, I thought, well, I, thought I gave the you guys a chance. The one percenter? <laughs> <laughs> yes, the one percenter. That, was, uh, that is true. That is true. Um, and here's a fun fact. That movement went nowhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the fun fact about this all was, you know, the uh, railroad that came in, um, Walter was actually one of the first people to bring electricity during that time to... Glenwood Springs, and even before New York City, New York City. I don't know if that's real or not, but it's what I read, so it's got to be true, right? It is KFA fact checked. Okay, everything you read true. on the internet is true. Did you know that? Yeah, I mean that's 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 basically our whole lives here. Right? I mean that's how we found out Sean, and Sean was on Reddit, the most well known and documented website ever. Okay, I just want everybody to know, like we actually do legitimate research, not just Reddit on this stuff. <laughs> so don't come at us hard. I promise you, it's real legitimate research. We are looking at these websites. We are looking at the physical website of Hotel Colorado and uh, yes. other websites who are doing posts and articles on this. So yeah, I'll, I'll, we're not complete assholes. Yeah, I'll me. cite my source <laughs> right here. Visitglenwood.com is a lot of good information. Just know when I'm researching for seven to eight hours a day that when you start getting into a deep dive, you start rolling into Reddit. And let me tell you, you don't want to get into Reddit. It's a dark place. It's a dark place, it's a fucked up place, and there's some people calling them themselves shadow people. Uh, themselves? Yeah. Reddit. Yeah, themselves. They yeah. go onto Reddit saying they are a shadow person that is good, and they are watching that, watching out for Sean. Yeah. Reddit, like TikTok, I refuse to do either, so that's up to you too. Good luck. He's, he's doing both, guys. He's doing both. Okay, back to Black to Glenwood Springs. Back to Glenwood Springs. Okay, um, I want to paint this picture. I know some of you guys know about Glenwood Springs, but I want you guys to know the facts. I want I want some people who are living in Utah or living in sad old Wyoming to be like, I want to come to Glenwood Springs. So um, I mentioned the vapor caves, the hot springs are amazing. But another thing that the, the Glenwood uh, brought a lot of people to was their mountain cave, the fairy caves. And we, we did that, right, Chase? We oh, yeah. That. adventure It's what, Adventure Park, I think it is? Yeah, the Adventure Park. Yeah. Oh, my God. Try, if you guys go, do not pass up Adventure Park. It seems cheesy and corny, but it is so much fun. Yeah, I mean, there's kid activities. You can shoot little children with laser tag, and you can ride a zip line. It does have the uh, world's highest elevation roller coaster. Don't, okay, whatever you do, don't do the haunted mine shaft. This fucker talked me into doing it and it was horrifying there i thought for sure i was gonna die i mean it looks there's okay. no way guess Ooh, what girl just died someone just died up there yeah. so now the haunted mineshaft ride is physically haunted i'm not ghost hunting that that shit <laughs> I, will, I will not ride the ride to yeah. ghost hunt it fuck that okay back on track so um the the fair caves are very cool there's the adventure park definitely check that shit out it is it is really awesome um 
So one thing that makes Glenwood uh, Springs really crazy, and I, I'll be honest, if anybody wants to throw some stuff in, I didn't do the best research on Doc Holliday. He's a cool dude. He died when he was like 35, though, so he had a real short life. He was real, real run and gun, crazy motherfucker. And he's really famous in Glenwood Springs. I mean, Doc Holliday's, the dive bar that we go to, is named after him, all this memorabilia. There's a fucking museum in there for him. He's buried in Glenwood Springs as long as as well as a bunch of other crazy people. But he was born in Georgia, John Henry Holiday, and he was raised a southern gentleman. He was always well dressed. You probably recognize him from his mustache. He had that real good, you know, cowboy mustache that everyone Loves and adores. Um, he That's was trained. Hunter's trying to do at the moment. It's just not working. Yeah, it doesn't fucking work. I'm actually so ready to shave it off, but my fucking it, my icon on our logo has a mustache, so I'm stuck with it for life. <laughs> he is forever ingrained in internet history with a mustache. He's fucked. Exactly, exactly. So, um, like I said, he's born in Georgia. He's well dressed, dude. He was trained as a dentist. Uh, his career was cut short when he contracted tuberculosis. Wow. Which is the cowboy killer. Um, so Doc headed to West to search a better climate and fortunes, and that's what brought him to Glenwood Springs, as many people have done in the past, thinking that the mineral waters and the vapor caves would heal them. Well, I'm wondering, did he contact a witch doctor? I mean, all these natives in this area, you'd think he was able to contact a witch doctor to at least cure him from this tuberculosis. Wow. Adrian, you really like witch doctors. I know. I, I honestly, doctor? the three episodes, and every episode we've talked about Native Americans and witch the spiritual world. Yeah. Is it Sean? Sean? It's no, Sean. No, it would be a freaking mocker guy, whatever he's called. Oh, the Raven Mocker. <laughs> the Raven Mocker. If you guys haven't looked up the Raven Mocker yet, you need to. It's, it's the best scary. thing you're ever going to see. Yeah, it's really scary. It's really scary. Okay. So, finishing up Doc Holliday, and I'm really telling you guys this for your benefit. It, he is quite famous around there, so if you ever see it, it'll just be make more sense. But he basically became a legend, and his uh, and he took part in the shootout that occurred in the OK Corral in Tombstone, Arizona, on October 26, 1881. Uh, the battle involved Wyatt Earp and his brothers, and lasted mere seconds, and cut down three outlaws who were part of the treacherous gang known as the Cowboys. Okay. Then he went to the Lemon Springs because he got tuberculosis. Tuberculosis. He's going to die. So I'm not a fucking doctor here, all right? I didn't go to goddamn medical school. Tuberculosis. Tuberculosis. Can we talk about how Chase just does the Italian sign with his hand when he does any pronunciation? Pronunciate. I know this is all audio and you can't see visual, but every time I pronunciate, it's Italian. Yeah. Yeah, and you know that that actually in, in remind me to tell you the fact about Hotel Colorado and, and the fucking Italian stuff. Side note. Boop. Okay, continuing forward, I don't want to lose my place. Um, unfortunately, he only lasted a few months in Glenwood Springs because he died of tuberculosis. So, Sad day. But he, yep, womp, womp, womp. <laughs> he was uh, buried in uh, Glenwood Springs, and there's like I said, a museum you can look after. It's crazy. Okay, so that's just one famous person. There's Buffalo Bill. If you're familiar with Buffalo Bill, he, he started the Buffalo Bill Wild West show, which still goes on in Golden, Colorado, where Chase and I used to try and pick up girls when we were kids and ended up almost getting raped and stalked by a very scary woman. True story. True facts. KFA fact check. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> That's this for is something day. that they just brought up, and I, I'm so shocked by it. I don't even know how to talk. Yeah. And I hope Will is listening to this someday and he hears this because he's going to know exactly what we're talking about. So... Okay, um, next, uh, yes, yeah, so I said Buffalo Bill. Okay, I want Adrian to talk a little bit about our good old president, Theodore Roosevelt. 
Well, one of the crazy facts that go into Hotel Colorado is that Theodore Roosevelt always used to go visit there. And it, he visited Glenwood Springs all the time that it became to be known as the Little White House of the United States. And Teddy Roosevelt, that's where he got his nickname, was in Glenwood Springs. Uh, during that initial hunting trip, Roosevelt bagged several trophies, including a record-breaker mountain lion. Uh, I mean... Oh, yeah, that big-ass mountain. Big-ass yes. kitty. And in addition to running the country from Glenwood Springs, the avid sportsman took advantage of the abundant hunting opportunities in the area. So, yeah. fun fact, I actually read this. Ooh. Um, Chase read something? I, <laughs> kidding, I can yeah. read. <laughs> I can read. I'm college educated. Um, I, I read like a quick little statement, and I guess he was offered to take a private dive in the pools. And his quote was, I've come to realize that men of my size should not be seen in public. <laughs> oh, my God. He said that? Yeah. So, I, from what I understand, the dude never stepped foot in a hot spring in Glenwood. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> and it's the same guy who said, and this is a great quote, you know, for the philosophers is, walk softly and carry a big stick. Which translates <laughs> into big gun and you know, big dinger. I was going to say, do you think it's his big dick? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's Theodore Roosevelt. The dude created national parks. What a G, right? Did you know? That he used to ride Velociraptors into battle? Yes. <laughs> that is not KFA back now. <laughs> Bullshit. You can buy a shirt with that shit on it. <laughs> you can. It's true. Uh, a really cool fact about him, though, is when he went on a bear hunt, I think a black bear, because we only have black bears in Colorado. We do have brown bears, but they're not like as big as grizzlies. Um, he went on hunting. He didn't get anything. He was really pissed off. Went back to Hotel Colorado. He was sad. The staff... Um, brought him a bunch of discarded cloth, and they built him a little bear. And he was kind of not interested in it. He gave it to his daughter, and she named it Teddy after her dad. And that coined the one of the most famous toys that we know as a humankind is a teddy bear. And then a toy maker saw her with this teddy bear, and he created it. So you can, you know, thank little Teddy Roosevelt Miss for creating teddy bears, basically. Does that mean that she invented Annabelle? Yeah, we can thank her for possessing dolls and shit like that. Yeah. Oh, there. She's a sweetheart. Don't be mean to her. Yeah, well, so another cool thing, too, um, to talk about on this uh, Roosevelt is he was there so much that they actually made their their own room. It's a suite in Hotel Colorado. It's the Roosevelt Suite. It is. It's and on the third floor or second Yeah, floor? second or third floor. It's like when you, right when you walk up a stairs, you see it. It's kind of cool. So, so just to give you a quick visual of the Hotel Colorado, it's a big U-shape. It's got a really big courtyard in the front of the building. And if you walk in the entrance, it's a very old Western-themed room. You've got, like, an old piano. You've got two big fireplaces. Big. Stuffed animals all over, like bobcats, mountain lions, bears, elks, and you name it. And right as you walk in the main room, there is a, a flight of stairs. And it, uh, it's the same kind of pattern all the way for all five levels. So there's a big massive staircase that splits off on both sides to take you to the next one turn a corner take the next big staircase so every time you get to the next level it's this big grand entrance into the room and so the suite like i said it's either second or third floor i can't remember exactly but the second you top those stairs and there's actually i think a picture of him like a big mural and right there is a theater or the roosevelt suite yeah he's got like a clay clay statue thing there's all these glass cases of his 
yeah. teddy bears. There's that's cool. Really, it's really really cool. And then oddly enough, there's like a bunch of Italian paintings and stuff because. And here's a fun fact about Hotel Colorado. Then we'll get back to some famous people and some creepier stuff about Glenwood Springs. Is Hotel Colorado was um, modeled after the Villa dei Medici, which is the Italian bankers, the famous Italian banker banker family during the Renaissance, and they modeled this building after that. As well as the same architects that worked on the um, Ellis Island in New York for the immigrants, uh, they worked on I mean the Hotel Colorado. So there's your fun fact. Okay, one thing I want to talk about is some creepy people that were famous around Glenwood Springs. I want to start off with Kid Curry. Kid Curry was uh, born Harvey Alexander Logan. He was uh, referred to as Kid Curry. He rode with Butch Cassidy, which you might know them, with the uh, Sundance Kids Wild Bunch gang. Uh, Curry was a cold-hearted killer with a murder of at least nine lawmen attributed to him, and he participated in several bank and train robberies. So one of the things that he did is he robbed um, a heist on June 7th, 1904. Um, it is a, uh, the train along Denver and the Rio Grande, uh, the Rio Grande train, the Denver train, outside Parachute, Colorado, which is close to Glenwood Springs. When he was pursued and wounded in a shootout and decided that uh, rather than being captured, he would be and hanged, he would take his own life. But he was buried in the Linwood Cemetery in Glenwood Springs. So... I just want to first off say we're, we're probably about halfway through the episode now, and I know that this is uh, the history stuff. To some people might be kind of dry or it might be really, really interesting. We're just kind of taking a stab at this um, to see what you guys think. Hopefully yeah. you like it. I know when we listen to other podcasts and they kind of go in the history, like, I'm super intrigued. Especially in multi-part series when they yeah. build up to something that's real fucked up or something. Yeah, but I, talk about. I think the craziest thing, too, is, you know, Colorado, growing up here, uh, I never really saw this as... Wild West town, which is funny because when you're driving around, you constantly see like these ghost towns everywhere, and they look like these ghost town saloons and stuff. Well, it's weird to think to me that we actually had all these well known outlaws and gangs just traveling through Colorado doing whatever, getting going to a saloon, getting drunk, picking up whores, robbing trains. It's fucking wild. It is wild. Talking about picking up whores. Let's talk about the. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Okay, oh that's god. actually an Easter egg because if tell them who it is and then see if some listeners know why that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's Al Capone. <laughs> Al Capone, <laughs> the notorious Chicago gangster. Yeah, also the syphilis king of, of Long Island. I don't Scarface know where he's from. <laughs> <laughs> he rose to prominence during the Prohibition in the 1920s. Between bootlegging and racketeering, Capone built a vast underworld criminal empire. I mean, this man was one of the baddest and most fucked up guys in U.S. history. I mean, they made a movie out of him, so he's got to yeah. be something. It's kind of bad. They didn't make a movie out of me yet, so. Yeah, we'll do a bad uh, movie. That's not PG-13, so it's okay. <laughs> we need, a, uh, we need you mean, NC-17. You, yeah, I was going to say yeah. NC-17. We need this NC-17. Is, this is NSFW content. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well... When he was in town, he shopped for gems at the Dever Jewelry and preferred to stay at the Hotel Colorado. The mobster is said to have used a now blocked tunnel in the basement to smuggle buzz, smuggle booze. Smuggle some bud. Ooh, Colorado, 420, hashtag, send it. Uh, to smuggle some booze and the wom- women in the hotel. In 1931, Calpone was sentenced to 11 years in prison for tax evasion. He died... 
of complications from a stroke in 1947. He actually died from syphilis. Did he really? Yes. He really did. Wow. He died from syphilis. It got to his brain. He was a dumb motherfucker. Did, did KFA fact check just get fact checked? I will, che- I, will, I will fact check myself. He did die from a complication from syphilis. Oh, it my caused God. caused a stroke. Guys, I wow. marked this I shit think, down. Yeah. That's, that's the, the first time ever. Yeah, that's that's why it was funny when you said talking about whores, because Al Capone <laughs> notoriously loved sleeping and doing butt stuff with hookers. He got fucking syphilis. <laughs> I'm not fucking joking. You gotta look it up. <laughs> All right, this is I awesome am, stuff. This right is now. so hard for me to believe that Scarface died from syphilis. But hey, he, he had a very low IQ. He was not intelligent. Well, talking well, about hold up, hold like, up. I'm not joking. Look it up. It's all facts. Okay, okay, okay. Well, talking about people that like to sleep with women, we're gonna bring in the next. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you mean all three of us? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna bring in. The next famous person. Heavy hitter. Ted Bundy. Ooh. Oh, God. I feel sexy murder. Instantly, my inside just hurt. Like, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, what's so crazy about Ted Bundy is even when they made a movie about him, they had to get Zac Efron to play his role. Gross. Which is, I mean, give Zac credit. He did a killer fucking job. Oh, he did an amazing job. And, I mean, Ted Bundy had the ability to still persuade women to love him even after all his horrific crimes. And they still wrote to him when he was in prison, still loved him, and I I can't even believe someone that seriously abused women on a daily basis could get so many people to love him. No, that's why Tinder worked great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's okay. why we're all called fuckboys, I guess. These yeah, days, we're so. all fuckboys. Okay, so... Ted Bundy, why it's interesting with Glenwood Springs. And I actually didn't know this, and that's what creeps me out, because we've been there so much, and this really ties into the creepy hauntings and fucked up shit that happens in Glenwood Springs in Hotel Colorado. So, just a little bit of facts about Ted Bundy. Um, There was a time in his life where he was in jail in the Pitkin County Jail in Aspen. Why the fuck? They were like, let's put this guy in Aspen. Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Aspen. Have you ever been to Aspen? It's It's nice. It's the rich... It's literally like... Yeah, I, it's where the white man stays. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, literally, like, in Denver, you've got Cherry Creek, yeah. um, you've got Greenwood Village, like, New York, like, okay, I, I would... Yeah, it's like I L.A. Like, versus... L.A., like, the celebrity part of L.A. is Aspen. Yeah, it's Hollywood. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's not, it's not fucking Compton or Oakland or... And anything, what I can't yeah. believe is, out of all the places that Ted Bunny has traveled... They decided to put this motherfucker in Aspen? Yeah, and that's what leads me up to this. This is what's so fucked up about it, is he fucking got out of it. He escaped that jail um, just months after, and they captured him again in Garfield County, which is where Glenwood Springs is. Um, But he didn't stay there long either, because these guys just can't figure out this guy's elusive as shit. So he escaped on the evening of December 30th, 1977. He slipped through a small hole in the ceiling of his cell, crawling through a passageway and exiting through a closet in an adjacent room. God damn, gotta give this guy credit for being a slippery little slippery little boy, you know? God dang. So, um, he gets out of this fucking uh, jail slow, and he hi- hitchhikes his way out of the area, and um, during this time, and this is where I can't confirm this, guys, and this may not be able to be KFA fact-checked, but rumor had it that he hid in Hotel Colorado he took shelter in this abandoned part of the basement, which we'll talk about later. But um, Hotel Colorado in the uh, in World War II um, had they had this basement part. Yeah, we'll talk about this. We'll talk about this. They had this basement part that had um, this large room that's now abandoned, and they, they he 
hid in this room and supposedly murdered people in the basement and stowed the bodies in the basement. I can't confirm it, but it's a rumor. It's a Reddit thing that I saw, so there it is. Some weird stuff with Hotel Colorado. So, Hotel Colorado has such a vibrant history so far. I mean, we have talked about so many heavy hitters coming to this hotel and staying there. Um, but one thing we haven't talked about so far, and Hunter was starting to brief upon it, um, back in World War II, Hotel Colorado was actually used as a U.S. Naval Hospital. Creepy. Um, it's, it's super weird um, how they could do that because you think, oh, there's no water around there. Why they send them all the way to Hotel Colorado and Glenwood? Regardless, uh, because they did this, there were lots of um, injured and sick or invalid naval seamen going to this. Okay, don't crack a joke. <laughs> going to this hotel. We have like an eight-year-old brain, so just bear with yeah, us. Bear with us. Um, so to the point where they had to make... Um, not only a morgue, but a crematorium in this hotel. And we're already talking about these uh, heavy hitters, um, serial killers, mobsters, um, outlaws coming to this hotel, either dying or bringing death to this hotel. Well, now you have a physical room in the basement of this hotel where people were dying from ca- uh, catastrophic injuries mm-hmm. from war. So... It, it just gives me chills thinking about the amount of bodies that have passed through this place, that their final resting destination was in this area. And this, guys, is why Hotel Colorado is haunted. Well, that's crazy that you bring that up because it is also believed that most of these hauntings are from spirits of the Ute Indians who are considered the, who consider the hot springs sacred. And this is how they show their displeasure of the white man running them off. Yeah, just to give you some geological information about where Hotel Colorado is, it's adjacent to the hot springs. So the geothermal um, cracks in the earth are pretty much under they, Hotel Colorado. They literally, there there is a massive, like, o- Olympic-sized swimming pool Jeez. that's just the sulfur springs right in front. I mean, you literally step out the front doors, cross the street, and you're there. Yep. And not only that, if you go just a little bit east, that's where the vapor caves are. So, I mean, it is literally, they built it on top of this hot spring. Yep. And if you visit that basement in Hotel Colorado, where I think Ted Bundy, and when I was researching where he hid stuff and he was hiding, and where they had the crematorium and the morgue and things, if you go there now, they have it, like, blocked off. It's it like is rubble. It, it is. Seriously, there is a door without a door handle, and there's a metal cage in front of this door. So you cannot get in. It's like, it's like welded shut. And I, we will, we're going to talk about this more on our personal experience when we didn't, went down there. Because every single time I think of this door, it's I'm sure the same feeling that everybody gets when they watch The Shining. Oh, my God. And there's the one door that just opens up with yep. blood. I swear to God, it feels like a hand's just going to reach out from that hole and grab me. I cannot wait to talk about our story. Oh and I don't think God. Adrian's really heard it in detail, so it's going to be kind of fun for him to to just experience the shit that we experienced in, like, real time. I, I guess what I'm really concerned about is we're going to share our stories with him, and then we're all three going to go out there, and he's not going to see shit. Yeah, he's going to be like, these <laughs> guys are fucking frauds. That's exactly what I'm going to think. But listening to your guys' stories, I feel like at least my back hair could start standing up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. Hey, there's one There's one other character I forgot to talk about here. I'm sorry. Um, one of our presidents, too, went through um, uh, Glenwood Springs as well, William Taft. Um, don't have much on him. But Molly Brown 
actually was very well known in Hotel Colorado. So Molly Brown, if you don't know, um, was one of the survivors of the Titanic. And she was known as the unsinkable uh, Molly Brown. She was very famous in Colorado. She helped start the high society and the influence that Glenwood Springs would, and the reputation that it would gain. So she was so famous at that hotel, they actually named one of the bell tower suites in her name called the Molly Brown Suite. And convenient enough, that's one of the most haunted rooms in Hotel it is, Colorado. It is the final room on the fifth floor there is one final staircase that you can walk up, and there is a room across from there with a regular room number, and then you go to her door. And out of all of the doors in Hotel Colorado, it is the only unique door that has a stained glass viewpoint that you physically can look through and see out into the balcony. Mm-hmm. So the only illumination you see is from the uh, balcony area and there's a mirror in there i'm not gonna get into too much detail but there's a mirror in the molly brown room that is said to be a portal for the paranormal for visiting spirits to come through and no matter how much you try to cover and turn that mirror you it always, always uncovers and turns i'm not this and i i hope that you get to make it to hotel colorado as a listener i hope you get to go if you don't get to go we are going to do a ghost hunt there soon and Put it on our Patreon, and when you see the fifth level, it's weirdly designed. The second you take a step onto the fifth level, you just just doesn't make sense. Your, your heart drops, like in reference to like amnesia or you know phasmophobia or whatever. Ooh. Your sanity literally drops. Your I mean, it's drops. I'm not I'm not kidding you. Like I know it's a goofy ass joke, but the You're second right. you get to the top of those stairs, because the way the stairs are. You walk up and you see the one door that is not Molly Brown Suite. You have to physically turn around and look at this door, and it's just like this hallway, which is maybe only 25 feet, yeah, instantly gets to like a 1,000. It's yeah. so creepy. Yeah, it's it's definitely, oh, guys, I really hope you get to make it there. It's a lovely place to stay. Oh, I personally fucking freak out every time we stay there, but it's definitely, um, it's a cool place, and um, that's what we're going to talk about in this next episode. We wanted to give you guys the history. We wanted to lay the foundation for what Glenwood Springs is, because you're like, fucking place in Colorado, Mountain Town in Colorado. I don't give a shit. You want to give a shit because this this place is, I think, I'm going to say something bold. You guys ready? Let's hear it. That's ready. Hotel Colorado is more haunted than the Stanley Hotel. I'll, I'll agree with that. Yeah. I will 100% agree with that. Yeah. Only because I'm going to go on a quick ramble right now. Let's go. Let's hear it. Everybody sees The Shining, right? And they see Stan, uh, the Stanley Hotel. Okay. Here's the first bullshit fact, if you didn't know this about that, The Shining. Yeah. It was not even filmed at the Stanley Hotel. Mm-hmm. That motherfucker was filmed in Canada. Canada? Those lying fucks. Oh, hey, betcha. So everybody oh, thinks... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Give it to me harder. <laughs> give me that That's fucking beaver. Give me that fucking beaver. So, oh, 50% okay, we just went totally, we totally went Australia right there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> trying to do but for real, to work on it. everybody thinks The Stanley is haunted, which it is indeed, in fact, is. We're going to find out. Because... Uh, we have another buddy of ours. He has a video that's very suspicious. Um, but everybody believes that it's haunted because of the freaking movie, and it is not. It is it, there. It is haunting there, but not because of The Shining. Yeah. So I just want to get that out there right now. Okay. Anyways. Old fact from Chase Cozy. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that speculation button? Speculating right Speculate. now. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us on this journey um, on episode one. We will be getting out episode two shortly to you guys. Episode one, episode three, part one. Yes, episode three, part one. Absolutely. Absolutely. Adrian? Uh, just 
a reminder, go look at our Instagram, Stuck in This Purgatory. We also got Chase Kozo to do a couple of TikToks, so go follow us on TikTok, Sheesh. Stuck in This Purgatory. Also, shoot us your emails if you guys have visited Hotel Colorado and you guys want to tell us some of your personal stories. Please shoot them in. We'd love to hear about it. We do a side story on it all of our viewers that have visited it and then uh our email is stuck in this purgatory at gmail.com and hunter how about you end us friends colleagues acquaintances please join us on the next episode part two of hotel colorado because after all we're all stuck in this purgatory